Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is our last song. So everybody sing along. La, 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 la. And we can stay too long. Cause we gotta keep moving on La 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 It's complicated when you're running round Hey, we don't like your sound And your time is running out You need to dress like all the other bands Forget about your fans Cause they're hard Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Cannon, along with the Fast and Furious Baco. How are you, sir? Oh, man, I am uh, a little tired, a little sore. Uh, my foot hurts. <laughs> your rock foot? Your rock toe? Yeah, I mean, fuck, a lot of tapping on the ground, clapping my hands. My, my palms have been, they're, they're just calloused from all the clapping I've been doing at the end of songs. And the... Uh... The devil horns, they're the de- oh locked into that the, formation. Um, I, I actually had to soak it in ice just to get it out of the devil horn uh, formation on my <laughs> left hand. Had to drive all the way home uh, from uh, the casino last night with, with only my right hand as, to guide me. And Jesus. So why don't you, yeah, so why don't you break down what, you're, what the hell you're talking about? What, what are all these concerts? What's been going on lately in the, uh, the great uh, state of, of Minnesota? Yeah, Continue. the last week um, kind of it was like a... a 
a collision of a lot of, you know, kind of cool concerts. Uh, and I actually backed out at two. I don't know if you knew that, Luz. I did not. Why don't you, uh, you want to start with the ones you actually declined or you want to go with the ones you did go? Why don't I just, uh, yeah, this is the way the, it would have went. So it, uh, it would have been, it started on a Saturday. I don't know when this is going to air. So we'll just go Saturday to Saturday. Uh, sure. t- Tesla Saturday. Then it was Jeff Tate on Wednesday. Then it was Red Sun Rising on Thursday, Winger and Firehouse on Friday, and ending <laughs> with the reunited uh, three-fifths of Great Rat with uh, the Great White that doesn't have the singer. Very complicated. But yeah, this goes into one of our previous conversations. But I'm gonna get I'm just gonna guess because I think I know I'm gonna guess which ones you backed out of, and I'm gonna say was Winger and Firehouse together or are those two separate ones? They were together. Okay, you you backed out of that one, correct? And there was another one too, possibly you backed out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which one was that? Uh, Tesla. Ah, oh, I would have probably gone to that. I'm probably gonna catch them when they're coming here in a couple months. So that had something to do with it. Uh, just so much shit going on, and believe it or not, it does take a toll on you. You're just doing three concerts in four days. Oh, I can only especially imagine. when you're working I mean, and you gotta <laughs> move around, but. You know how yeah, lazy I, mean, I am, Luz. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that uh, Tesla's coming back with Def Leppard. Is that why you're waiting? Yeah, Def Leppard. Don't forget Poison. <laughs> All I have to say is, and I don't think we mentioned this. I think I talked off mic about this, but uh, when did Def Leppard become Tesla's employer? For... <laughs> yeah, they just toured. They were actually here last October. But it's been like for three years. It doesn't matter what formation they have. It could be like Look, Journey. They all just get along, you know. They share drumsticks. Well done. I mean, however that worked out, because you never saw those two paired up back in the day. And supposedly they know each other from back in the day. And that's the. Yeah, but, but yeah, they're they're definitely their four hundred one k the last uh, <laughs> th- three or four years. My well, God, so. I'd rather. I mean, Tesla's a better band right now. Um, oh, but. absolutely. Yeah. Before we get into this episode, I, I have a little bit of a. Uh, I have a beef with you, a little bit of Baco beef. It's, uh, it's, uh, I got to get off my chest. That actually sounds a little gross, Baco beef in my chest. But, but I, I do, I do have something I got to talk to you about, and that is, okay. you know, we just got done with the our landmark, groundbreaking sex, sex, and rock and roll episode. Yes. Yeah, it was great. Uh, the editing was marvelous. Oh, uh, okay, that's what I'm talking to you about. About the editing, I gave it to How you. How good yes, it was. The sound quality was great and everything, but I, I worked really hard on on this little. Uh, a piece of music, just like you liked my little intro in the beginning, right? With all the little montage of songs. Sex yeah, it was songs, cute. Yes. Cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I had one more that I wanted you to put in there, too. And we're just going to play it. Here it is. Yeah, so what, what did that combine, Baco, that I mixed together? Spent hours putting that together. What did that, and then you cut it out. I don't know. What, some, what, some 80s movie you love, I'm sure. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, no, I, it's just the fact that that uh, it had Rocket Queen and the orgasm from Harry Met Sally. It's 25 seconds long, and you cut it. Why? Are, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, no. You're, you're fucking pissed at me about... A 25-second clip from Harry Met Sally hitting the cutting room floor? I don't understand why you couldn't put it in there. It's 25 seconds. 
How many fucking picks that, like, how many episodes do we have where it's like, what song would you like to hear, Baco? And I pick a song, and then all of a sudden it's like an entirely different song because you didn't like my pick. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. At the fucking first episode we did. You do it all the goddamn time. Like what? Give me a specific example. Uh, well, the Kiss episode we did, the whatever the good songs off a of bad album is the first. Oh one yes, I do remember that. You had some bad picks. I just decided to go some line instead. Yeah, well, oh. uh, those are entire songs that you actually hear me go. I pick this song, and then you just switch gears, or you just cut my selection all out all together. Well, let's you're, go back. You're upset yeah, about said- 25 seconds when Harry met Sally. My. God, get out of the closet a little more often. You know, I don't know. Go hide under a pile of blankets if you're that fragile. I think this is this is the kind of where we're hitting. You know, there's a lot of things that that I realized early on that maybe we're going to have a disconnect, and we're this is not going to long you know be long term. I mean, one the fact that you don't like Temple of Doom, that that wouldn't need to get <laughs> out of the way. Total garbage. American classic. But I'm going to move over to a more pressing matter, and that is the, the fact that you have rock blocked me continuously with your with your media credentials. Oh, where there's concerts, yeah, it, yeah. but there's there's concerts that that are that for whatever reason they start in Minnesota, and by the time they get to Denver, you've already dealt with those that happened with Ace. For the record, you with, did that to me first. With who? Uh, Texas hip? No, no, no. Uh, fuck who? Clutch. 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 Yeah, but you got around with your three invites. <laughs> You think that's funny? I can't even. <laughs> you got you were on three different lists at the time, asshole. I didn't rock block you. Yo, you're a fucking cock blocking rock blocker. You know Constantly. what? I put in the work. You know how many people? I moved here to Denver to see some rock concerts and hopefully do some stuff for this show. And every time there's a concert I want to see, you're already there. Posted pictures, review, fucking eye contact them out. I have a job to do, and I'm just trying to do it the best I can. Yeah, a job of rock blocking. <laughs> Whatever, you know, you think it's easy being slightly not as tall as you? Yeah, you think you're so I'm not, I'm fucking not even sure. like perfect. Oh, everything I do is great, but you you never read my fucking text. And then like we we start shows and you're like, "Oh, what do we want to talk about today?" And then you mention eight things that I didn't say. You know, I quit. I'm done. I don't. I don't know what else we can do. I think we're gonna just we're just gonna move on. You, you can have. We will split it down the middle. Do you want to be the cobra or the fire? Which one do you want? I want whichever one you want. You know what? Fuck it. I started this thing. You could be the ampersand. Damn it! I'm taking the cobra and the fire. Fuck it. Fine, cobra fire. Can we make? Let's just move forward and try to get this episode done at least for our <laughs> obligation. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have any other grievances you want to? I'm air? a pro. I'm a pro. You're a pro, mm-hmm. but you just. Listen, I, t- I tell you what, I mean, there's no other podcast out there that would air this kind of <laughs> this kind of uncomfortable, awkward intro to a show. So at least we have that as a unique thing that we're not copying. Yeah, yes. I mean, if we and we're definitely not bringing it around to an "I love you, man" moment at the end. So fuck that. But All by right, the way, so I love you, man. All right, let's move forward. So the. Um, What's the theme for today, since you say I don't read your text or whatever? Tell me what I'm getting into today. Fuck, I don't know, based on our conversation. Uh. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We, we'll figure out the theme here in a second. We'll, but we want to stick to the the show theme always, even if we're doing a, a different theme. And that is to feature some new 
new rock and what is coming out that you, uh, I guess through your power in the music industry, you have a review, a, 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 a stream, a exclusive listen to. Yeah, the new Danko Jones comes out next month, um, and this this is through my tight connections at Decibel Geek this time. And you're going to do a review on the site, I assume? Yeah, but I think it comes out in a month, so I'll knock it out here in a couple weeks. I have Danko's press release, which I love press releases because I used to write them back in the day, and they're all so over the top. Danko obviously writes his own press releases, you can tell. Have you ever read one? <laughs> yeah, actually. I wonder if it's the same one that I read because there was one that came with the the the, the preview copy. Probably, but I was going to read it and yeah, maybe you can it. Riff, riff on it a little bit. Very good. So. Let's do this. Okay. If you've been following the Danko Jones saga at all for the past two decades, then it should come as no surprise that the man's new album, Wildcat, opens with a song called I Gotta Rock. You could shorten that down to say you would be no surprise that he has several songs with the word rock in it. Just as cows moose and cocks crow. <laughs> Just as cows moo and cocks crow. Danko Jones exists to rock. <laughs> you, what's crow. the last time you saw a cock's crow in a press release? Well, I used to live on a farm. That would have played into our sex episode. Mm. Some, some variation of that. But it's his innate, guttural mode of expression. His daily ritual. His life's work. Yeah, <laughs> he, he goes down a very uh, lowbrow and then drops in the word innate. I know. And guttural. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Use guttural in conversation, <laughs> but there's there's only there's certain uh, adjectives that are only used for press release. I think that actually press release there's like a whole archive of adjectives that says you you may only use these, uh, and it will only work in a press release. There's no, they're also over the top anyway. But as I got a rock cuts the leash off Wildcat and kicks into its furious sprint, what strikes you is not so much the self evident message as the desperation in Danko's delivery. It might be fun for the uh, the listener right now to mentally insert the word Adele every time you say Danko Jones. It's like <laughs> furious. Yeah. Adele's furious bridge. You'd think <laughs> after 20 years, nine albums, world tours with, a, with deities like Ozzy, Guns N' Roses, and Motorhead, and countless main stage appearances at world's premier rock festivals, Danko Jones would have had his fill of rocking. Shiver and you laugh out loud. You know when to turn on. 
Baco, let's work through this. What theme you want to do? Because we sent these, I sent these out weeks ago. Happy, we have the we have happy, happy, joy, joy, which are songs that immediately you know bring your mood up. And then we also have your anger is a gift, which are songs that because music is so awesome. You know, if you're in a shitty mood, if you hear a really angry song, what does it do to you sometimes? Uh, it lifts you up. Exactly. So it's both both ends of it. And then of course we have the gateway drugs. You know, songs that we first heard that got us into the, the band and has going to we'll the catalog. We'll save that one. That's going to take a little more prep. Okay, okay. So anyway, um, I've given you all these assignments. Which one do you want to do? Um, well, which one do you want to do? I'll pick the opposite, and then we'll pick the, you'll pick the one that you want to do. <laughs> As once a, standard operating procedure at Cobra, I'm sorry, Cobra Fire. <laughs> yeah, you're just the ampersand. Yeah. All right, all right, fine. So uh, which one are we doing, Louis? Oh, well, you know, these days it's been a little rough uh, for for the canon. I'm uh, currently looking for another career path. And I got to tell you, it's, it's you been about doing a wrestling podcast. <laughs> you know, what the whole thing is, is that you've been in your your you've been gainfully employed at the same place for quite a while now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. OK. So, Fortunately. Yeah. So over 20 years, I've been in three companies, mm-hmm. and now I'm looking for company number four. And I got to tell you, it's exhausting trying to sell yourself it's pretty, to, to basically say, here, here's my evidence of my, my purpose and, 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 and validity of why I should have this. It's exhausting. It doesn't next, seem like something you, you would struggle with, though. Well, it is, but it's, 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 it's emotionally exhausting. And after mm-hmm. you're done with those types, gotcha. what now? Yep. Yeah, you're just, you put all this into it for like an hour and a half, and you're just like, ugh. And you, when you leave, you know, you may want to think you want some cold gin. 
<laughs> or, or something like, like that brings I've, you. I've had cold gin. It is disgusting. <laughs> I've seen the video. I've seen the video. All right. So, you know, this kind of goes in because we're kind of doing uh, not a complete set plan. But this one is both fits on my happy, happy, joy, joy list. And did you remember? Did you ever watch Running Stimpy? Yeah. Okay. So that's that reference. But but basically. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Yes. So basically I have my kind of my gateway drug and one of my happy songs is from David Lee Roth. And I actually was a David Lee Roth oh, fan yeah. first uh, before Van Halen because it hit me when I was like 13 years old. And they constantly had that Dave TV on MTV <laughs> with the the gigolo and the California girls with just tons of just like half naked ladies on it. And and that was my introduction. I was like, this guy is the coolest guy in the world. And that was my first version of it right before, the, you know, the uh, 5150 was coming out. Sure seemed like it, didn't it? What do you mean? Like he was the coolest guy in the world. Yeah. <laughs> A brilliant man once wrote an article about that. <laughs> yes. And, and, and it, I suggest for anybody to go listen to David Lee Ross podcast where he just basically riffs uh, like he's just snorted a rant. It's hard to get through a whole episode. Oh, no, you can't make it through. But it's, I mean, he just basically snorts a rail and then he just goes for like 15 <laughs> minutes hardcore. But the, there's the things that, that he's like a an idiot savant or something like that. He just like just. Goes, I'm just right? saying, savant man. I uh, I have so much love for that guy, and he's not as do I. I'm just saying, but oh. he's all over the place, you know, in a great way. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, check it out. Again, I mean, you you get your first five minutes, you'll have every every episode for the most part. Right, but you can tell how that would be frustrating to be on a bus with that guy too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so. any kind of relationship wouldn't last long. You wouldn't think. No, because like you said, five minutes, you're like, first four, you're like, this is awesome. At five, you're like, I'm good. I'm good. But anyway, so the first, uh, one of the first songs I ever heard from was the classic Eat em and Smile, mm. right? Oh, well, not, not for me, but yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. So, you know, everything about that album was was bizarre to me. His his makeup on the cover, yeah. the term, the term "eat him and smile." He's basically like nude on the back, crouching in like a, a j- jungle or something. It's very odd. So yeah, so every time I hear the song, it comes up in shuffle. It makes me smile, and that's going crazy off of "Eat him and Smile." You got one too? Yeah, you know, you've inspired me, and I like. Uh, I want to. Can I pick a David LaRoss song too? Yeah, throw it on there. We'll do a loud, drunk, and angry, like, you know, two or three songs in a row. So hit All it. All right, a little tip to Rob Kern there. Um, yeah, I, I love the song Just a Gigolo, too. It, you can't listen to that not be in a good mood unless you're a total dick. Well, also, I can't listen to it without visualizing that part in the video when he's just the walking through every single studio. And there's, like, oh. a, you know what I'm talking about? He goes studio yeah. to studio, and it's, like, one continuous shot that goes on for, like, one and a half yeah. minutes. Dave was yeah. uh, should have directed everybody's music video in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right, so here's Going Crazy and Just a Gigolo.
All right, Paco, what you got? Oh, what, it was, what um, well, I feel pretty happy, don't you? <laughs> After that, yeah, how can you not smile? Yeah, Come I mean, uh, it, does this mean we can put our issues behind us? <laughs> That's why I decided to do this. This is therapy, man. This is yeah, on, this is, yeah. this is live You're on the, the mic best. therapy for us. Oh, man, I love you too, man. Let's, let's keep going. <laughs> well, yeah, when you say happy, I like to me, you know, you almost Im- immediately think of that big smiley yellow face yeah. guy. But I get happy just sometimes certain songs just gutturally punch you, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, fuck yeah, that's kind of a, that's happy too, right? Absolutely. Puts you in a good mood and you want to rock and you want to like fucking put the horns up and all that good stuff. Yeah. I fucking love the Alda Nova song, Monkey on Your Back. Every time I hear that, it's like, now you wind up with a monkey. (laughs) Have we ever featured that? I think there's some other song that involved a monkey that we featured by you before. We haven't featured that before, have we? No. No. Okay. Uh, well, and everybody loves monkeys. Monkeys make you happy. Of course. Look at Except that. Except the monkeys. Tre- tre- Fuck those guys. Like, oh, come on. There's a few monkey songs that are good, I guess. I don't know. But there's an entire monkey po- podcasts out there, which to me is madness. Yeah. I, the, the, I, have you met uh, like a diehard monkeys fan? Well, I, I know of diehard monkey. I've never in person, but there's a the show that we've we featured a clip from that did uh, that broke down... I can't even remember what what oh broke down move on off of Paul Stanley's solo album. Pause oh yeah, and size. yeah, I heard that. Oh, wait, you shared it on one of our episodes. That's where. Right, and they also have like entire monkey episodes. They have the guy that does. Uh, you know what's what is about it? That podcast. Part. The guy that does podcast, uh, Ken Mills, I believe. Oh, does he's his a huge yeah. He's he's monkeys the monkeys. Um, they, <laughs> fucked up. Nobody point. in reality. That's I mean, how people like look never, at us about I've, Kiss. It's like right. the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, my ju- my quick you know knee jerk judgment is is not one I'd think that they would embrace. <laughs> are we moving forward from this? Our monkeys tangent. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I didn't even know we were still talking about them. <laughs> all right. All right. So you're talking about so that song uh, makes you happy because it's because I don't even know that song, but it's more. It's very it's upbeat. Rocking. It's very rocking. I, I don't think of any song that that really gets me in a good mood is very slow or sluggish. Um, maybe no. maybe a Sabbath tune if I dug hard enough. But yeah, it's just Ba-da-dam.
So this band I despise. I, I, I think that the bassist in this band has never actually played bass on the record. Uh, it has no <laughs> connection really. No. And the, uh, you know, they've put out four albums, each progressively shittier. They've never had, they used to have like one or two nuggets. And one of them I'm going to play that, that is definitely their best song. And that is 6 a.m. Now I li- I I do not like their music Fall, overall. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I'm not sure if you know this, but I believe most of the albums have drum tracks, or they have a session drummer or something. They don't have they, don't, they never feature the drummer in the band. They always throw three guys. But it's, right, it's yeah, not I the, didn't know the drummer. that. Yeah, it's uh, whatever the singer, the uh, DJ Ashbaugh on guitar, and, and Nikki right. Um, right. as the creative visionary. Or the yes. name to make them get better. Games. How are they live? How are they live when you saw them? They're good. I mean, I don't like them, um, but right, as far right. as they sounded good, and it was clearly live, so you know. that's good. Yeah. Anyway, enough bashing them. This song uh, increases my my mood. It gives me a basically a boner of happiness every time, and that is life is beautiful.
All right, Paco, let's go back to some of the concerts you referenced in the beginning of the show. What you got? Well, the first thing up this week was Jeff Tate's The Whole Story Tour, which is, uh, I don't know, we've talked a little bit, but it's... Acoustic. Yeah, to describe it for people. And, you know, it's a full acoustic backing band, four-piece. He had a violinist, two guitarists, and a percussionist. Sounded fucking amazing. I, I was way better than I thought it would be. You got a picture of him before or after that? It was after. Yeah, it was. They, yeah, yeah. And it was not. It was like. Um, it was a uh, with the press passes. They just gave me and the guy I took uh, meet and greet passes. Okay. Was it just him, or did he have an opener? No, it was just him too. That's I figured. It was about two hours. To, yeah, almost a solid two hours they played. Not that big of a fan, but it sounds like a very unique experience on your end. And I did hear. Uh, why don't you break into it? But I did hear a little clip that that you posted, and it did sound really good. Well, I go into it in my review a little bit, but we can talk about it here. Um, yeah, break it down. I I, I, I kind of refer to Jeff Tate as a square peg in a round hole. You know, you know what I'm saying there? Like he always was just a bit odd for the whole scene. Like he really oh, everything he fits. Like yeah, everything about him from his vests to his riding a Harley while talking about his vineyard. Uh, just. <laughs> His, I don't know, but he also comes off as very genuine. But he, it almost seems like he aspires for something much more grand and elegant than his fan base provides him. Well, well, right. I mean, I've seen him in interviews saying that our music is much more complex and superior than other forms of metal. Like putting down his genre at the same time of doing that, and you know, he's not uh, wrong have, though. Oh, I know, I know. It's it's kind I mean, of like it's smug. I, I, what well, kind of always thought is um, Operation Mindcrime is kind of their the, a hard rock version of Pink Floyd. Oh, definitely, of. yeah, and that was kind of the breaking point. It seemed like the the more successful they got from that point on, the more confident he became in his weirdness. Um, but yes. but but the where I'm going with this is that, like it or not, his core fan base is still. The core fan base for Dokken, for Wasp, for Rat, for Poison, Motley Crue. And these are not the most elegant, dignified people, you know what I mean? But let's make no joke. This was an evening with Jeff Tate. Yes. This was not fucking play something off warning, you know, or... Uh, there was a guy um, uh, who, at the back of the bar at one point, because, you know, he, he takes breaks and, and regales us with tales of... Uh, <laughs> was there a lot of talking in this? Oh, yeah. he Well, not, not a lot, uh, but he told probably five or six stories, and oh. none of them ran, were... I'll give him this. There, it was music heavy. Uh, so when, I, when, he, when he does take a break, they didn't run, like, more than two minutes. You know, there wasn't a lot of insight either, by the way. It was more haughty. <laughs> but yeah, there's one point where he's holding his little, you know, stemless wine glass, and someone from the back, of the bar, <laughs> someone from the back of the bar is, uh, uh, he yells out like, "What are you drinking, Jeff?" <laughs> okay, and and I have uh, witnessed and been on the receiving end of that cat call many times, and it is very clear that guy is like, "I'm gonna buy the band a round of shots." <laughs> and this was not, and of course he doesn't get it. He's like, oh, it's actually it's some Australian wine, uh, such and such <laughs> Pinot, and, uh, and he, I think he kind of killed the guy's mood, which is good. 
But yeah, about half the people there, they they're they're wearing dirty fucking clothes, dirty winter coat. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? And why, why do so many like metal fans, especially when they get overweight, insist on tucking in their fucking t-shirts? And it's yeah, like, I, and the guys who tuck them in, they always want those t-shirts that have like the most elaborate, gaudy, full color print that because it's on a fucking t-shirt looks like shit. You know what I like? Uh, what I like about rock concerts, is, well, first off, when I look around a lot of times for hard rock, I think, A, you shouldn't be here because it costs you a lot of money to be here, right? Yeah. And then, and then not to sound like a bunch of pricks, it's just the fact that I look around. I will tell you what, when I'm not I happy, spent if I go to- money on concert tickets, you could have a coat that and be able to wash it. Yeah, exactly. You can buy detergent. You can get you can get all kinds of great other products for not spending fifty bucks or more when you combine all your alcohol minimum in your ticket price. But the point being is is that <laughs> whenever I'm I'm down the dumps, I just look around me. I'm like I'm in a better situation than these guys. <laughs> I'm like, but I also Dude, question that why was I lose cannon. By the way, people. <laughs> but I also but I You'll also find him at the my- Buffalo Rose in two weeks. Yeah, no kidding. That's that's gonna be another ego booster. That's what I do. And I'm like, and I, I go there, and I'm always like, and I always question. I'm, I, I've said this many times when I'm a, a group of buddies when we're at this. I go like, I question why I like this music so much. On. <laughs> because I'm like, and it also frust, frustrates me because I listen. I and, and that's a dog. And I'm like, I would like to know these people off because it's very hard for me. Besides, like looking for guys online like you <laughs> to, have, like, to find. <laughs> to find somebody that can talk about this shit you know no i'm with you i I, I think um i'm just as judgy but i i I don't i don't look at it as a negative because you know one thing that i go to i I mean how many fucking concerts have we been to i've never seen anybody get stabbed or shot or robbed or raped these these are good people you know and so and and yeah and i'm really more making fun of them in the sense of if you did, you really think that you were coming to, to see this and you were going to get a fucking queen right, you man? I mean, it was clearly an acoustic evening. It was like, and of course, he's a smug, pretentious prick, so he's going to expect you to maintain a little dignity while you're there. The the the, the point being is that it's got to be tough for Jeff, I think, and, and and not to feel sorry for him. And by the way, he seems genuinely happy. Uh, so I don't know that he is breaking this down to the level I am, but it would be difficult because he clearly aspires for something a little more grand than his audience will provide him. And when you have that, and he's up there telling stories about like, oh, so my agent calls and says, we got you booked in Lima, Jeff. And I'm like, Lima, I love Peru. The mountains, the climbing. <laughs> I'll go up to the end. Jeff, 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 not Lima, Peru, Lima, Ohio, it kind of goes <laughs> over the heads of his core audience, and the thing yeah. is, like deep down, he wants all of his the, fans hey. to be like the highfalutin douchebags that he is. Right, and, but they also probably thought the Lima is referring to an animal. Yeah, actually, yeah, probably. <laughs> you are on fire today. Again, he's going to be at the Buffalo Rose in a couple of weeks, people. You can take <laughs> it up with him there. Be sure, be sure to tackle. <laughs> if you see a smug prick that, that's, uh, that's, that's uh, a, little, a little past six foot tall, tackle him. Yeah, he'll have a punch me in the face grin. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only grin. It's your only smile. Yeah, I always think of that when we're doing a podcast. It helps me put in the right frame of mind. 
All right, Baco, wrap it up. Why don't you get to what you recorded forever? <laughs> it promised, it promised I want to say for the record, I did promise, but I know in a way actually intended on doing it. Uh, it an the, opportunity presented itself perfectly from the video. Yes, and it was, and the band accepted it very Yeah, we talked about uh, you. Aaron Lewis. You, Aaron Lewis, many, in a previous episode, that he had in a, uh, a, a very pretentious uh, concert where everybody got quiet and, uh, and did what you did, so explain. Yeah, and by the way, I, that, let, let me just say quick. Unlike Aaron Lewis, when things aren't perfect for Jeff Tate regarding like someone yelling, does the band want a shot? He didn't throw it nutty. He didn't notice any change nope. in him. Nope. So, and, and same with this next instance. Yeah, you you said a guy there during like one of the most obnoxious parts of the show, someone yelled during a quiet part, you can do it from uh, yes. The Water Boy and many other movies. Uh, and it, of course, perturbed Aaron Lewis, and he walked off stage for a little bit. Uh, there was a spot. I was just filming it just to go Facebook Live to share the I Don't Believe in Love because they were killing it, and there was a spot where the guitar player was kind of hanging there, like, you know, almost like doing that rocker thing, like, yeah, what am I going to do? And then I was just like, well, this seems like a good time, so I yelled it out. You know, and uh, and of course, the guitar player just kind of paused and laughed a little bit. Kind of did that stage, like I have to. Yeah, but it went. But but to the point, it went completely. He was he was kind of uh, noodling on his guitar, and he went, and there was like a five second, uh, complete, completely silent yeah. moment when you launched it. Yeah, I picked the right time. And but even Jeff was like, "Show him how you can do it." <laughs> you can do it. Do it! All right, let's play some Queen Shriek. What do you got? I oh, play by the it. way, did he did he ask the audience at one point to expel Queen Queen Shriek because that would have been a fail? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it it, uh, it, it got uh, yeah, to thirty people before he got someone who could spell it. Yes, and those first. I don't see why it's so hard to spell. You're the one who struggles with it. I'm a horrible. You, you speller. big fucking. Oh, I'm better than everybody. You can't even spell fucking Queen Shriek. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I am a piece of shit. Let's go into the song. I'm a piece of shit. The best I can.
Well, we're we're gonna get into the end here. Why don't we do a little touchy feely since we're getting all happy, happy, joy, joy, and we've we've kissed and made up, and uh, <laughs> uh, we did have the argument. We brought. See, that's that's music brings people together. People. Yeah. I said yeah. the people twice. And, and you know, obviously we're we're poking a little fun at Despo Geek, which we do from time to time. But uh, I'm glad that uh, that the show's not ending, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it looked right on the edge. And no Andy, <laughs> no no uh, no Andy Kaufman attempt there uh, at all. I'm just glad Aaron Kaufman's not doing a wrestling. Or Aaron Kaufman, Aaron Camaro is not doing a wrestling <laughs> podcast. Aaron Kaufman, maybe that's what we'll call him. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, so bringing it back in, and it, for those that are listening to this episode somehow randomly, um, Decibel Geek, check it out, decibelgeek.com. Baco's a writer there. You should know this for, for obviously, for any listeners who heard more than two shows, but if it's your first time, that's what we're referring to. Yeah. So and you're, you're a writer too, <laughs> uh, Yeah, once a year. I have to keep my, it's, it's like, um, it's like uh, if you have some cer- certification cer- certification for some uh, some industry, you, you got to do something once a year, or they, they revoke it. You might have just tripped across the reason why I get to more shows. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. I was good. To, I did like three or four in a row within a one month period, but then I lost. That my was solid. A bit. Yeah. Anyway, so let's bring this uh, back in, and and yeah. So the reason we do this podcast, sixty episodes plus, is because music uh, is is so important to us and Mm -hmm. almost to a point where i think it's a sickness where i constantly am thirsting for new music every friday now and tuesday whenever the 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 two uh companies (laughs) keep doing that and it was it was always tuesday because of the fact that they had to it shipped in there on a saturday and it took that while to put it on the racks i believe right i'm not sure what what the the reasoning for it i just know that the reason that they switched it to friday was because that's what the rest of the world did so hopefully we won't be switching to the metric system, and or maybe England <laughs> think, will now start yeah. driving on the right side of the road. So. Yeah, but I think mostly it was the fact that there's so little physical purchase now that Friday. I like it because it's like if you get one, it like kicks off your weekend if it's a badass. You know, 10 a.m. it's available. I'm or, so ingrained in Tuesday, honestly. Yeah, I, I like hear the you. idea of that, and also like because like. The day of release is always when things are the cheapest. Like you know, right? Oh, like again, you said the physical products dying, but you know that limits the amount of time before the new Sunday flyer comes out to get it. <laughs> yes, yes, but no, yeah, so, I, I'm just so used to it. it from from college to just living my life afterwards, getting up on Tuesday for certain releases, running on lunch hour. Like I want to make sure I get one before they run out. <laughs> well, they've usually not even yeah. put them up yet yeah not that, well that, especially yeah. now it's like it's like six o'clock on friday and you don't have the new motor head out yes it is frustrating you have to ask them go look in the back i've done that for quite a few over the last couple of years it's in your fucking but, flyer where the fuck is it yes so let's bring it all in here's one more you have anything else you want to say Baco, before we kind of play us out with this next song no thank you to everybody who listens and um we'll be back in with another episode sometime soon Yes, yes. And we'll probably dive into uh, the anger side, or we will go into a couple other ones we've got got in, in the works, and all of them will we'll be unprepared for every time. But we've got some <laughs> ideas written down. My so, prepara- I'm starting prep as soon as this thing fucking ends today. I, I'm going to get into it. All right. So I'm gonna. So now that we've uh, made up, I'm giving you back. Uh, you give me back the ampersand, and I'll give you back the cobras and the fire, and we'll still be together. Yes. Yeah, and uh, why is that, Lewis? Is Rock dead? Hell no, Rock's not dead. 
It's hiding, and you found it. Well done. Attaboy. And with that, here's a song that brings me up every time, and that is the inspirational song Fly From the Inside by Shinedown. Ooh, nice.
Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only. Right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points. 